So your kids are sleeping? Um, kind of. Well, they're pretending. The only show they can watch, like, before bed is Bob Ross. Right. Everyone loves Bob Ross. He makes you feel so calm inside and happy and, like... And he has squirrels in his house. Right. Right. Like, we were watching it last night, and Eva, she's my five-year-old, she's like, Mom... Let's just get a squirrel, just like Bob Ross. Oh my That's gosh. cool. Like, That's cool. Honey, um, well, unfortunately, I don't. Uh, I don't know if we could do that. I feel fantastic, and I never felt as good as how I do right now. Except for maybe when I think about how I felt that day, when I felt the way that I do right now, right now. I feel fantastic, and I never felt as good as how I do right now. Except for maybe when I think about how I felt that day, when I felt the way that I do right now, right now, right now. Welcome to Mental Health Moments. I'm Laura. And I'm Emily. And tonight we get to hang out with a really cool guy. Um, I will let him introduce himself, just however. Yes. Well, um, this is my first podcast. Yay! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and people call me James. That's That was what they told me my name was. So first your mom. I went with it. My and mom, then everyone else. And everyone else agreed to it. And mm-hmm. then I cool. consented to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice social contract. And <laughs> it's it's functional. Yeah, it works, works, right? Yeah. yeah. It's not. Yeah. yeah, that's your name now. Yeah, yeah. Well, fantastic. Yeah. This is James. This is James. And, um, yes, and I. Thanks for having actually, me. Yeah, I'm so excited. <laughs> is that what that I'm you're... supposed to say? Yeah, yeah totally. I so. Totally. <laughs> I was actually really excited that you were going to podcast with us, so I put it out on our discussion group. I was like, guys, Whoa. James is coming. Like, <laughs> going to change your life oh. with his words. Right? It's going to be good. Probably not so much. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, we'll set the bar real low. It's actually going to be right. way terrible. Just you know, yeah. I don't even know where you guys. Just grit your teeth, get through it, and then people. Be like, oh my gosh, this oh, is life. Which is life, right? Life, <laughs> yeah. Some of the greatest things in life are unexpected. So yeah. uh, to have it too planned out, yeah, um, ruins it. Yeah, it kind of ruins it. Totally yeah. ruins it. Right? And that's why we don't plan little... any of this. Stuff. No, <laughs> we really don't, and it's worked out great. I mean, topics, but yeah, loose mm-hmm. topics, and then yeah. yeah. And one time I came with Googles. I came ready because it was important to get right. Oh, but right. Yeah, besides that. Mm. But other yes. than that, we just try to keep it very whatever. Mm-hmm. All right. Like, whatever. Yes. It's like Seinfeld. Right. Yes. right. <laughs> just whatever happens, happens. Yeah. Yeah. Which is funny because tonight's is about intention. <laughs> right. What's your intention? Well, well uh, just my intention is to not have one. Right. Or to get one. Whoa. Right. Whoa. Because you can go with the two ends of the spectrum right there. Right. Get an intention, but not too much. Right. Right. <laughs> Don't let it control your life. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So let's talk about setting an intention. Yes. So, mm-hmm. what does that mean? Mm-hmm. Let's just... Now we're turning to you. Oh, because... I'll, I'll go second. You, yeah. You... <laughs> I, I texted Emily because this is what I thought it was, and you can right. tell me how I can maybe improve on this. I was like, you know what? Wait. You had said it as someone had told you, like a client said, oh, yeah, I like to really set my intentions or something. Oh, yeah. And then I was like, Emily. I'm setting my intention so my mood doesn't get ruined by like 10 a.m. And that day, it was good until noon. And awesome. then, and then I reset my intention after lunch, and I had another few hours of goodness. And then after that, a few hours of badness. I set it again because I just kept setting my intention. So to what get was your intention? Um, to remember that everything is temporary, and so that nothing that I think matters and. It really matters as much as I think it does. And that song from Avenue Q, Only For Now, (laughs) was playing in my head like, listen, it's only going to be rough for the time being, but it will pass like everything and 
you can you can get through it. You can get through all the yelling and whatever. Huh. That happens at your job. So So you get a lot of yelling. Oh, there's yeah. so much fighting with opposing counsel, with co counsel, with sometimes clients. Right. Sometimes, you know, well not clients, but like intakes on the phone. Today my life was threatened on the phone. It was great. Really? Yeah. Wow. The guy said, This is why people bring guns into places and shoot everybody up. And wow. I said and he's like, What's your name? And I'm like, Bob. <laughs> Bob, Bob don't don't Bob worry about had it. some bad intentions. Bob had for the bad day. intentions, man. Right. Just oh, <laughs> it was so yeah. It, it can huh. get. You have to set an intention of listen. Just stay positive because it feels better to stay positive, and everything's already going to be temporary anyway. So it doesn't matter. And I tried to be like zen about it, and then <laughs> it would last for like a couple of hours. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, do this again because you get caught up in the. What was happening at that moment, even if it's temporary, sucks. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Not my job isn't always a drag, by the way. Just it's been a rough little patch, and so I I am trying to set my intentions so as to not go crazy. Yeah. 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 What's what's up? Yeah. yeah. My, my job is pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Especially back in person, you're like, wow, I get to like right. be. My, are you your own boss? I'm. I yeah. am. I guess. Well, yeah. I think I work for. Hopefully, I. I'm surrendering to the will of like infinite goodness. Yeah, um, but the I universe guess, is your boss. That's the best. Right. That's the best. I, I try to remember who I work for. Right. Yeah. 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 That sounds nice. Yeah. And you like your job. I just I never like my job. I love this. Right. Most I mean, there's always those days that stuff kind of sticks on you. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think yeah. more often than not, I'm, like at the end of the day, I'm like, awesome. This worked out great. Right. Do you set your intentions then? Do you have to? Uh, <laughs> or do the intentions set you? <laughs> I'm just saying stuff. I don't... <laughs> I think... Um, I want to, and I think occasionally I have, and I and I think that my day's gone better when I do. Like, yeah. I kind of just start out the day. When I remember to do... So, part of my routine is I do just like a short guided meditation mm. in the morning. I do like a loving kindness meditation. Yes. It's like five minutes. I'm like, I can commit to five minutes. Yes. Like just, yeah. Everyone you know? can. Yeah. And yeah. so, um, when I do that loving kindness meditation, that just, I think just sets me up to be more open and mm-hmm. just be like, no, I can love you. I can love the sure. barista at the coffee shop that I never go to, mm-hmm. but I can also love you person who's yelling at me right you know right. so right. when i remember to do that i think that's like my intention yeah for yeah. the day um but a lot of days i don't because life just starts right yeah. and you have to just kind of go um, with it in survival mode which is not right. the best mode to be in as but what discussed. i love about my job is <clears throat> like i get to just get to that place with my clients so if i am having like an off day i'll be like I'll just tell them, and I've right. from you, James. I've really learned like that, like being super authentic with everybody, oh as best as you can, as best as right? you can. Right, and so oh like gosh. you know, and, and so I'll just like tell people straight up, like, "Hey, I'm sorry, I am so off right now. Can we just take a minute to breathe?" I so wish I could do that more, and it's possible I could do that with some people. Because otherwise, if you hold yourself, if you work in a field where it's not really reality, it's control freaks and... Um, it's a lot of rules being played, A lot of too. rules, and it's a lot of um, denying, we kind of talked about this beforehand, denying certain sets of feelings and favoring only acceptable, quote-unquote, feelings or whatever. Yeah. 
you're not really getting a realistic ex- experience. And then people will wonder when other people are not conforming to the rules, like, well, why are you feeling something? Or why are you doing this? Um, why, are, why did this happen? And if you're too caught up in it, you believe it's true. You're like, well, why did I goof that up? Goof that up being like had an unacceptable reaction or something. Right. And it's like, because this isn't reality. This, these rules that you put on yourself and this game you're trying to play is not really reality. Right. It's just a thing you're doing to make money. <laughs> right. So you have someone showing up as a role. They're not even an authentic person. And right. if you go into a therapy session and I, I've gone to you know, some therapy sessions and if someone were to come in and they were just authentic and real, then you could have a real conversation with someone. But when it's, when you're putting too much of the role on, you're not having an authentic conversation. So you're not actually having any authentic healing oh boy. and they, they have a hard time to, re, you know, relating to you because mm-hmm. they're relating to your <clears throat> PhD or your yep. license. Mm-hmm. And, um, ultimately that doesn't go far, far enough, Mm-mm. uh, for the healing. And, um, I guess I'd like to talk about, at least kind of put this in here. Um, sometimes it can be really confusing for people to throw out an intention. And um, in a lot of traditions, they would just um, they would position themselves in a vulnerable position, usually like meditation, which mm-hmm. you could say is a deep state of vulnerability because you're, you're allowing whatever happens to happen. You're letting reality be reality. Yeah. And you're letting your thoughts be there without trying to control and manipulate them. It doesn't mean that you... Uh, participate in them, which is, which is kind of hard. And you, you kind of have to go through this process of sitting with kind of the turmoil. And that's why a lot of times people don't want to meditate. (laughs) I've been meditating for, you know, quite some time now and, um, I still don't want to meditate. There's a lot of resistance. And that's okay. It's okay. We think that, okay, listen, I don't want to meditate. I must be doing it wrong. And I'm, you know, I'm not good at it. If you're not good at meditation, like meditation is for you. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly the sign that you need to keep trying. Right. Right. It can some, it's like sometimes it, it's really enjoyable and then you're glad you did it. And sometimes it's not, but that's not because it wasn't working. It's because it's a new habit. You're rewiring your whole thing and you're allowing a new thing to happen to you. And it's right. It feels super uncomfortable. Even so, the practice of non-reactivity is literally rewiring your brain. Oh so as you sit with those uncomfortable sensations or thoughts yep. and you're not, you're not going into like a, a manifestation of, of um, reaction, but mm-hmm. you're sitting and allowing them to be there as a welcome guest. So it's almost as though you have this beautiful room and every thought and feeling is a welcome guest and you can meet them with kindness and you can meet them with love. And mm-hmm. through doing that, you know, they start to kind of mellow out and you'll find that you start to kind of mellow out too. And if you don't yeah. mellow out, that's okay too. Sometimes we put so much pressure on, oh, meditation has to be a mellowing out process. Right. So you can mellow, chill. right. Yeah. You can mellow chill. out about that. You don't have to try so hard to mellow out. <laughs> yeah. You can just kind of rest. Um, some mystics have called it resting in the divine presence. Um, so you kind of surrender, you, you almost even surrender your intention and you, you Ooh. allow yourself to be vulnerable to the holy intention, the infinite yeah. atten- attention, huh. uh, intention, not attention, intention. <laughs> so should you even, should one try and set an intention or is there a bigger intention you should always be trying to find? So I, don't know. I think both, I think both have their place. Um, yeah. there, you can set your intention. I think that's, that's really beautiful, but there's yeah. also a place where you say, you know what, you know what? I don't, I don't even know. Sometimes yeah. I don't even know what's, 
what's best for me today? Because yeah. we have these ideas what we think what, which oh. is best for us. Yeah. And oh. we go about doing that and we find out maybe that wasn't the best thing for me. So we're kind of forcing, um, we're forcing this flow state yeah. instead of just getting in the flow and letting it kind of guide us. And oh boy. Uh, some people call that spirit. Some people call that, you know, intuition or kind of, um, there's lots of different names. And huh. if you can get in touch with it, it doesn't really matter so much the name because you're having a personal experience or a personal, you know, uh, relationship with it. Right. And it can kind of guide you. Hmm. you It's available to all of us. Yeah. So like with that, I mean, so like, let's say you start meditating. I think one thing I get from a lot of people is like, how do I even start meditating? Like, I don't even, I don't, I don't want to sit there. And so, like, and so when people have a lot of resistance and stuff, I mean, kind of, how do you kind of suggest or, I mean, kind of... Right. Well, first, it's okay to have the resistance. Um, and it's, it's okay to Ooh. be... That was, like, so preemptive and meta about it. Like, let's address the resistance by saying, it's okay to have the resistance. Right. Like, come on, come on <laughs> in. You know, yeah. you don't have to... Dang. If you're having a bad day, you just be I'm there. Having day, you're yeah. having a bad day. Yeah. You know, and maybe it's not so bad. Maybe... Things are coming up to be surrendered or, um, you know, to be healed. And maybe that's why they keep showing up in your life. Um, oh my God. There's one way to look at it. So you're kind of making friends with, obviously you don't want to make it worse, Yeah. but you can, you can have kind of deep acceptance and almost like a love and a reverence for it that it can yeah. add value in your life. And so sometimes almost these, always, yeah. right. These trauma yeah. situations can, you can, you can either become more hardened or you can become more soft. And you become really soft. You become sensitive. It's almost like a process of like, you know, uh, calibrating your sensitivity to the divine presence yeah. uh, or the flow, you know. And once you become a little more sensitive, you soften up to these this presence, mm-hmm. you can start to flow with it. And um, I'm going to have some stories, but they're almost unbelievable. And- <laughs> I love that, though. That's because... We're open. We're open to believing. I think people like to. Yeah. Can I share a story? Yes. Okay. Yes. Of course. So, you know, I've been meditating for a while, and I, you know, I have this idea of what spirituality is, and um, and I started smoking tobacco. You know, Ooh. not very spiritual, right? Yeah. You, know, you don't see a spiritual guy like smoking tobacco. <laughs> um, there are other things you can right, smoke that are right, more spiritual than right, tobacco. Right. Yeah. So I started smoking tobacco, and I didn't really. I didn't really understand. Um, I was kind of judging myself and, um, and I just kind of let it be there for a little bit, you know, just kind of let that kind of cycle through. And one day, um, it was after work, I finished up work and this kind of deep, as best as I can describe it, is this kind of like, um, mystical kind of magical, maybe not even magical, just very flowing sensation kind of swept you know, over me and under me and through me and in me. And I said, okay, oh, I'd like to be useful today in whatever that would look like. So I'm like, okay, hey God, like, um, what do you want me to do? And I started to just drive and I found myself at a Starbucks. I don't even really drink Starbucks. And I was like, wow, I felt like I should just sit there and have a Starbucks. And I was like, well, this is odd. You know, the flow is telling me like, to sit here and enjoy a Starbucks. This is, this is, I want to do something really awesome. I've had way cool synchronistic things and (laughs) this is kind of lame. Trying to ride this. Right. So I sit there and I just relax and I just mellow out. And 
suddenly, you know, I'm like, oh, well, that was, I guess that was it. That was, I was expecting something more grand. Cool. Yeah. Well, then I drive, I drive to this other place because traffic was kind of guiding me this way. And there was this gal who was sitting um, near the store. And I parked right next to her. And I had some white sage in my car. And I, I kind of, I said, hey, you know, can I give you some white sage? She looked like she was, she was really edgy. She kind of had this kind of edgy feel. Mm-hmm. And... I could see that she had a pistol, a gun in her trousers. Oh and um, mm. this was, well, it doesn't matter where it was, but somewhere here in Utah. And, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and um, I could see she was kind of edgy, but it wasn't, it wasn't intimidating for me. So I, I said, hey, well, um, can I give you some money? Yeah. And uh, she, looked, she looked homeless, but not the typical way that you would normally see homeless. She, had, she looked a little more well kind of presented but she looked mm-hmm. like she was up to something maybe not so good yeah wait it looked like she was waiting for someone to come out and she was going to shoot him is what it oh looked wow like. um and i said i said to her you know hey um you know do you have a cigarette and we sat down and we started smoking together hmm. and and we're able to talk and it felt like you know for whatever reason that was that was a bonding experience for us to have. And she was she was on guard with me, you know, who's yeah. this guy who's trying to be nice to me, give me money, try to give me white sage, you know. Right, who just me, hangs out with Right, me just hangs out with me right. in a parking lot. I'm trying to shoot someone, you know. Right. Come on, you're messing up my I'm vibe. In, yeah, I'm in a I'm in a headspace right. now and you're taking me out of it. Right. Yeah. So we talked for a while and then she kinda of moved over some other location and um, these kids came up to me and they said, hey, do you want to buy some candy bars? I said, sure. I had some money because I was going to give her money. Mm-hmm. And I bought some candy candy bars. And then I got in the back of my car and I opened up the, the back of an SUV. I was just sitting in the back and I had some lemonade that that I left there like a month ago. And I felt, oh, I had lemonade. So I, was, <laughs> I had chocolate. I had lemonade. Oh and then this little boy comes up to see me. Huh. And he's 13. He's with his mom and his little sister is probably about five. And they said, hey, we are, we need some gas money. We're trying to get back to Colorado. And I started having a conversation with this young boy. And he had a really good heart. And he's like, I'm here visiting my dad. He's in jail. And it uh, looks like he's not going to get out of jail. So we have to get back to Colorado. And then moments later, this, this other gal walks by. It was just bizarre. Yeah. This other girl walks by and says, hey, do you have any change? And I said, oh, I gave them all my money. Mm-hmm. And... Um, the little boy immediately said, well, let me, let me give you some money to this older lady. Oh my gosh. It's like and, a chain. Right. Of, yeah. Right. So, oh my gosh. and I did, I was unaware of this, but the gal who I was originally talking to uh-huh. with the pistol, she was watching all this go down. Uh-huh. And, um, uh, the, 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 the gal that was asking for the change, there's a lot of gals in this story. Um, the, <laughs> the gal that was gal. at the change gal, um, <laughs> the she was gal. so, she was so like, wow, no, I can't, I can't take your money. You guys, you, you, yeah. you keep that money. Mm-hmm. And I just looked at the boy, you know, and, um, I could see a lot of myself in him and, you know, I just wanted to let him know that he was seen and that I could see his goodness and he really got softened up and his, his his mom was there, and we just had this really great conversation, drinking lemonade, you know, eating <laughs> chocolate. Yeah, yeah, eating Having chocolate. A great time. And then I see the the gal who originally had the pistol walking by, and she seemed so much more mellow. Yeah, and it, huh. you could see that whatever she was up to, she put down. Yeah, wasn't going to happen right. anymore. 
Dang. So how does that happen? Why? You know, you I, follow the flow. Right. And, oh my and I had no idea. I went to Starbucks. I started smoking tobacco beforehand. Yeah. Who who would have thought that? No. That'd be kind I mean, of I don't want to be. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to be presumptuous, but maybe God was, in spite of my, you know, tobacco usage, was making use of me. Yeah. Because um, I don't think she would have related to me if I uh, wasn't able to sit something. down. Right. Because yeah. I looked totally. I you know I had my hair combed nice. I yeah. Was driving a nice vehicle. I was dressed nice. You're all put together. Put yeah. together. And who is this guy? I like China? that. Yeah. Ooh, and I, I like the idea that God used a vice. Well, if you're going to have it, right. I might as well use right. it anyway. Right. To be productive. And then it kind of set off like this, like ripple effect with all these other people. Right. Because you follow the flow and it does something powerful. Right. Holy right. crap. Yeah. I feel like sometimes I sense that when I'm catching, getting onto a good flow but I can never, I can never stay on it for very long. Or but I, I can feel when it's happening. I'm like, this is good. I don't know what this is, but this feels right, and I don't have to think about it. Right. It just kind of, is, it's just happening, and yeah. I don't know. Because it, it, it includes your rational mind, but it transcends it all together. Yeah. There's this soul yeah. intelligence or this heart intelligence, and um, sometimes we get so overly dependent on our reasoning mind or our left brain mind yeah. and um, we forego kind of the, the soul intelligence um, and it always includes like all you know spirit always is inclusive it doesn't it doesn't deny something it includes it but includes it in a really integrated way so it doesn't yeah. get rid of the reasoning mind no. but it, it allows it to be more integrated and totally includes it in full participation with with kind of the spiritual intelligence. So, <laughs> as I'm like, oh, I'll cough. Um, <laughs> so, one of my thoughts is, okay, for people who just get stuck in their rational mind, yeah. you yeah. know, and just hang out in their rational mind and they're like, this is where I'm safe, this is where I'm comfortable, how would they go from, like, a rational mind, I mean, maybe to start to incorporate some of that soul a little bit more. Because, yeah. I, you know, I know a lot of people who kind of just, it's almost like they shut their soul out right. or down. Yeah. They're like, right. I, I cannot do this, right. so I will just put it over here or, you know. Right. And so, like a year how, <laughs> yeah. so, I mean, how would somebody, how would somebody start to incorporate their soul? Right. So I don't, re- I don't really think I have a good answer. Um, and there's a lot of people that probably have much better answers than I do. Um, but um, meditation does help with that. It does. <clears throat> there is something with this 20 minutes a day, um, for whatever reason. We, and we don't have to. I mean, I, I know there's a lot of academic kind of research right now and um, scientific research that's going into meditation. And... Um, but that—that's always been true. All these great findings that that they're coming up with and sharing with the world, and it's it's beautiful. But meditation has always allowed you access to this infinite, loving, giving force that is divine reality. It is infinite reality. It is a part of of you. Um, you're an extension of that, and you can become nourished by that. We, you know, we nourish ourselves with food. Um, we nourish yourself with oxygen and hopefully you can nourish yourself with like intellectual stimuli, mm-hmm. but also emotional. We, we, you know, we need good emotional food and there's a lot of emotional junk food out there. Um, yeah. it's easy to get yeah. in that, you know, it's, yep. um, a lot of the 
TV shows we watch, you know, sometimes are pretty heavy in the emotional junk food. It doesn't mean you can't you can't uh, visit those, but if that's right. the bulk of your emotional kind of it's food mm-hmm. or your spiritual food, um, and I would I'd like to think of meditation. I think other people might think of it in the same way that meditation is really just it's emptying yourself. It's emptying yourself of your will just for a little while and just. Yeah allowing yourself to be filled with this infinite will and as best as you can participating in that Um, ride the flow right i'm as left-brained as a person can be (laughs) so if i can sit there and be like holy crap (laughs) yeah i get this for a second it it, yeah sometimes the left brain will tell you a story that you can worry yourself out of worrying or you can worry (laughs) yourself into like peace yeah and no. For for some of us, you need to try that long enough to realize that oh my gosh, it doesn't work. You have to no. get so spun out that you finally get into a surrendered place where you go, you know what? Oh, oh, you just kind of just ah, you this let go. Not working anymore. Right. That's exactly. Why so I sometimes you have to find out it doesn't work, and many of us are very stubborn or extremely logical. Um, <laughs> so we keep trying. Right. Well, a little right. bit of both. They're right. apparently very related. Right. Gosh, right. it took me forever. Right. Uh-huh. Um, that's you know. A, a lot of there was a time, um, so I briefly briefly went to school at Westminster and uh, Westminster College, and um, there was uh, someone who um, shot themselves. They they oh, killed boy. themselves, <laughs> and they were uh, deeply in the academic world, and um, uh, I mean, I don't even know where I'm going with this. You know, I don't even know why this came up, but. Sometimes we th- we put this notion into our head, or it's been put into our head, and we 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 continue to like feed it that you know happiness is over there, it's over there, and we're we're rushing it. Or we look at the past and we say, well, if things would have been different, then I would have been happy. Yeah. And um, you know, there is a space. This you know, it is like a mystical space. It's always now. It's always here. And it's always now. And the more you can participate in this deeply, deeply, deeply present moment. And there's, um, some mystics have said that, uh, there's layers to this infinite now that one yeah. can, um, surrender to. And, uh, lately I've been using the word surrender, um, because you don't have to do it. You don't have to do anything. Do. It's, it's already here. Yeah. You, you just have to participate with it. Yeah. You know, happiness yeah. and total bliss ultimately is, is kind of our birthright, you know, yeah. Um, our final resting point will be total union with this infinite light. Um, so that's the good news. Yeah. Um, you can just let it happen to right. you. <laughs> How stubborn we are, you know, that's kind of our, our long way home. And that's okay. Like, it takes know, time. Yeah. My you know. poor therapist told me forever, just, are you trying the mindfulness stuff? I Like, I promise if you do this, but it's like, no, no, no. I want. I need to rule out this first. I need to make sure I've tried this first and da-da-da-da. Tried all the things. Sometimes being rational can help you see something for sure. Like it can help you have a certain kind of breakthrough, but in terms of your core underlying anxiety or whatever, it's not going to help. There's always a new problem you can find. And so it was when I was like, I'm spent. I'm done. But I was like, fine, I will try (coughs) the meditation stuff only as a last resort, which is funny because I only tried therapy as a last resort. So it was just like the last resort of the last resort. (laughs) But it was like, I like to think of it as motivation to want to even do meditation is I think of all the times I've had a really present, beautiful experience. It's 
transcendent. It, it takes you out of yourself and you're part of something glorious and you have such beautiful feelings associated with those memories. And then you think of the times when you could have been having a moment like that uh, if you'd been open to it, but instead you were worrying about something. And then the cruelest irony is when you, the thing you were worried about wasn't relevant within... Yeah. I lost my job. I lost my job a month after a vacation, which every every once in a while I would think on that vacation I would worry about my job. Like, oh, I hate that thing I have to do when I get back. I never had to do that thing. <laughs> I wasted vacation time worrying about something that never and and then but fortunately on that vacation I also had really beautiful experiences and I was like I could have had more of those yeah. if I would have just been open to being present and Surrendering. Not, not wasting my time yes. worrying about things. You have to just say, that's not for now. Like, right. now is for now. And that's kind of the whole point of meditation is you kind of learn how to find beauty in whatever it is that's happening presently. Not, oh, I'll find joy in, in thinking about the future and how great it's going right. to be. Or, I'll right. find joy in thinking about the fun. Although, thinking about the fun past is, it's pretty great. <laughs> and it can be fun, too. Memories but are good. Memories right. are great. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it changes everything about the way we, like, have talked about setting intentions. It's more like, kind of set it, but see where it goes. <laughs> like, yeah. see where you're, if you have good intentions, try and ride this. Yeah. yeah. And just figure it out. Totally. Yeah. There's nothing wrong Don't be with married to anyone's intention. Yeah. Just, and if, if you yeah. set an intention and your, your day just, you know, crashes and burns, yeah. it didn't mean you did it wrong, no. you know. Just... Um, yeah, it, it's we we can mellow out about that too. So it's like it's okay. Set an intention. It's also uh, also okay to just surrender to the infinite, you know, the infinite intention, which oh, so is always trying to reach us, always yeah. trying to reach us, lovingly, relentless in its love, yeah. right, where it will just never give up on you. And it's always there, even on your crappiest day. There's a bigger intention that you could align yourself with that will make you feel a titch better. Just yep. a titch. Yeah. But I also think that it just really comes down to that surrendering to that, you know, yeah. because I, I think in our, in our bad days, we're just like, no, I'm just going to fight this. And then instead of just being like, okay, this is a really bad day. Yeah. And now what? Instead yeah. of, no, I'm going to make this happen. To it's me. almost like you were saying you can worry. You think you can worry yourself out of worrying. Well, sometimes when you're really bummed out, you think I just need to feel this bummed out. I need to stay in this space. And it's like, because you're afraid of the next step, which is when you accept it and it starts to go away. Because you yeah. can stop, you, you finish the cycle of the feeling and it goes away. And it's like, why would you want to prolong this thing? And it's like, because right. you're trying to control it. So right. if you just let it go, the next step takes place and you can try and feel better. Totally. My meditation teacher oftentimes would say um, to all of us, uh, to me, it seems like a lot, um, because <laughs> I am stubborn, I'm not. I'm not good at meditation, but uh, I, I like to show up for it. You know? um, Try it, yeah. Yeah, um, he would say, "Don't make it different. Don't make it more or less than what it is. Make it what it is. Right. Just allow it to be what it is. So what are, you know in the meditation." Uh, if you're having, you know, bliss, don't, oh, I'm going to make it more blissful. Or, ah, I'm afraid that I'm going to lose the bliss, so i got to you know, yeah, hold on to this bliss. Don't, yeah, don't do that. Yeah. Or if you're struggling in meditation, obviously you're not going to try to make it worse. Well, some of us do. You know, yeah. we'll try to make, you know, we get right. really, really in the excessive self-pity. Yeah. Um, and, which is not really feeling it. That's no. not, that's, you're trying to make it different. You're yeah. trying to manipulate it. So... So without manipulating the feeling or the thought, you allow it to be there. And yeah. that's how you surrender it. You that's how you, it. Right. And literally your brain, 
on the physical level does become rewired, but on a deeper level, it's almost like you become more attuned or let's say rewired to the infinite kind of flow. Yeah. And you're maybe probably not the best way of thinking of it, but uh, it's like working out a, a get in the flow muscle. Yeah. And, cool. Yeah. I like that. It gets stronger with time. Yeah. And it will be more accessible. Right. If you could just keep trying at it. Right. Now I want to like learn yoga. <laughs> so I can like, so I can access flow more and like I can, cause I like am barely getting like my toes wet in the pool of meditation and all the stuff. I'm like finally starting to have like good experiences with it yeah. or experiences where I'm like, I'm not confused by this. This seems like it should be, it is exactly what it should be. And it makes sense. But it's all still very new, and I'm like, I wonder if there's more things I can do that help me get into that. Because wouldn't that be great if it were easier to get into it, you know? Because it is still a bit of a struggle yeah. most times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I okay. think that's about our time. Yeah. But we'd like to thank James. Thank you so yeah. much thank you. Thank you for hanging for out me. with us. We love and that. Um, make sure to subscribe mm-hmm. um, to, to our podcast things. on iTunes. Rate and review us if you would, you know, if you want. Just so more listeners can be aware that we're out there and so, yeah. you know, maybe something that we say can really benefit them somehow. Um, make sure to follow us on Facebook, Mental Health Moment. Join our discussion group, the Mental yeah. Health Moment discussion group, um, also on Facebook or follow us on Instagram, Mental Health Moment. Um, and we'd like to thank James... James. <laughs> we thank you. Yeah. We also want to thank Jonathan Colton for there our music. Yes. There it is. And we will see you next week. Yeah. Bye. I feel fantastic. And I never felt as good as how I do right now. Except for maybe when I think about I felt that day. When I felt the way that I do right now. Right now. I feel fantastic. And I never felt as good as how I do right now. Except for maybe when I think about I felt that day. When I felt the way that I do right now. Right now. Right now.